You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. What's up, guys? It's Dr. Dink from Thor Genetics. You are listening to the Real Ish Podcast, powered by several different companies. Yes, sir. Beautiful, beautiful companies that we love and respect and use on the daily. Oh, man, we don't promote anything we don't love or respect. Free plug to my man Squints on the flower this evening. The guy always comes with some first-class heat. Comes with heat, I'm just going to go for the triple barrel. You know, have a little triple barrel joint. Uh... In honor of, you know, Thanksgiving coming up here. So, triple barrel giving, huh? Dude, I just want to listen to the Incubus when it's running like that. <laughs> right? I could just run forever. We can just talk over it. It's cool. <laughs> I love it. How are you guys doing? It's a... It's a beautiful, beautiful, nice little win- thir- uh, Tuesday here. Jesus. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. The weather today in Los Angeles, I'm not sure where you guys are about the country... I'm sure in all sorts of different locations, but in Los Angeles in the last, you know, couple of days, it's been, well, it's fucking normal for here, but I kind of hate it, like, 85 degrees. Yeah, hot you know, in you're just November. like, shit, can I please get a sweater <laughs> or something? Like, I, I've been done with this ridiculous heat. I'm okay with it, though. Um, I mean, I like wearing thermals a lot, and living in L.A. is not conducive to that lifestyle. I think I'd have to agree with you on that. Let me... Go ahead and quench a little bit of my thirst here. Yeah. So what do we got? Passion Wolf, Hazy IPA. Little Golden Road. Yeah, Hazy IPA. Little Passion Wolf, a little thirst quencher real quick. Oh, man. It's been a long, um, I guess what you call harvest season. Yeah, dude. So uh, cruising by your spot the other day, that was uh, looking very impressive, actually. Thanks, I was, man. Uh, I was... It looks worse on video, for sure. And it still looks good on video, but I'm saying... But just being critical. Yeah, like, yeah. being there in person, I was like, wow, dude, like, this looks a lot better than what I've seen. Or than even what you're thinking you were going to see, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. thanks, man. It's, uh, it, it, actually, I was very, very happy and proud of where it was at today. I was going through there, and I was just like, you know what, it's going to be... Not the fucking over the moon, you know, humongous yield, but it's good. I, it's not bad. There's great density. Oh, and the quality. And the quality. Yeah, that's fucking on point. Yeah, that's we're just like on a no stress path with it. I'm even kind of backed off of the stress VPD just a little bit, like a tiny bit down into the one three, closer to one two, just to like I'm barely edging some stress onto it with it, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep this fucking graph super consistent. Just That's bring my it goal. Across the finish just line. bring it, just fly it on in nice and easy, yep. you know, and just let the let the no stress and the really fucking dialed rooms, to be honest, uh like do their work, you know, and really just keep the bugs and keep the mold off the plants and that's really the battle, right? That's the name of the game. Exotic ag in the tank and like <laughs> And you see what's coming out of there. It's literally more an exotic ag only. We had two sprays of power SI bloom. I did like a day eight and a day twelve or something like that, okay. just to help with the stretch. Like mm-hmm. we, and um, beefed them up really good. I could, I had like a, a breaker on one of the after we were de-leafing, and you know how like a butt will hang down, and you're yep. like try to pull it off. 
I had to fight this fucking plant for five minutes to get this butt off, and I thought I was going to kill <laughs> the, the one next to it and it just to get the piece off. It was holding on for dear life. So let's talk about that for a sec, dude. Fucking exotic ag, bro. I got some some crazy intel on that lately. What, what, what about it? Are you hearing back things you're saying? Uh, well, kind of. So I'm going to go more into the harvest side of things. All right. So yeah. usually on, you know, other other big nutrient brands, we've ran them for years, uh, legally and traditionally, I guess you would say. So most of the time when you take down a wet plant, mm-hmm. you get a wet weight, yeah. and then as as you trim that plant, you get a dry weight, right? Yeah, 9, so, 10%. Yeah, what would you say? So 9, 10%? Nine, ten, nine, is, nine is probably like what I'll be looking at. 10 if you fucking hit it good, 11 if you're just... A Samoan savage, yeah. yeah, like just ridiculous weight, yeah. And so usually the conversion would be you're safe at nine or ten percent if you're indoor hydro, and you're not doing a terrible job. You're converting nine or ten percent of the plant's total weight when you cut it down and hang it. Nine or ten percent of that'll be finished in the bag cannabis, let's say. So you can have a decent idea of what you're looking at as you're hanging the wet plants. So the first run of exotic commercially. We damn near hit 14%. Which is insanity. I never heard anything that high as far as a conversion. At, I was astonished. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. It's 40% higher. At least 30% higher than yes. we've ever seen. Yes. Like without bullshitting, without exaggerating one bit. 30% higher than we've ever seen the very first try. And we're pulling runs every two weeks and now he's every week, I'm sure. It's, yeah, sometimes <laughs> two times a week. Yeah, so yeah. I mean... Lots of, volume, rooms. lots of volume. Lots of volume. Massive rooms. Not, Two, no, three, four hundred pounds yeah. of time. You know what I mean? Yep. You, who knows? Depending on the room. A lot of fucking weight. Um, gen- always over 200 and in between two and three and a half probably normally is what yep. they're looking at. Exactly. Every so week. We just pulled down the, <coughs> second, the second room around of Exotic Ag. Like full run through. Full run okay. through. No, yeah. No mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed. And meanwhile, you've been running the other national brands, correct? Yes. So, and again, guys, no mudslinging here. Uh, we love all these guys. They're all, you know, peers and talk to all of them. Yeah, we once, talk twice a week. We talk openly back and forth. Um, we're yep. totally um, not, um, you know, ha- we don't have anything negative to say about any of these companies. We just love what our product does, and we're here to share it with you. You know, so. You're never going to hear us say anything negative, but we're just going to share what we're really seeing on a daily basis. Different shades of green. What's up, my friend? What's up, Donnie? Oh, man. I, I like what they're doing over there. Let's talk about Nature's Refined for a second. So and, I'm going to stop that, and we'll get right on to okay, it. Okay, go. So Exotic Ag, second run through commercially, almost 13%. Okay, again, with any other brand and throwing the fucking kitchen sink at these things what's the highest conversion rate you've ever experienced ever uh as a percentage ever using uh, any other brand like almost 11 okay so 10 and change yeah does 10 and, and change uh, as far as percent wet weight to dry weight dry weight conversion from wet cutting the plant down and hanging it immediately He's saying the best they've ever, I think it was like 10 and three quarter percent yeah, or 10.8 right or yeah. almost 11. Yeah. That we'd seen with, and again, we're not even going to say their name. Um, we've used three or four of the, of the, the brands that you could expect us to say. 
Um, and the best we've ever seen is high tens as far as percentage of conversion. Exotic ag. And mind you, this room had two ACs go down at primetime bulking and was 90 to 92 degrees for 11 days straight. That's that room you told me about that was bulking at 90 plus. Yeah. And you're just like, so we would have hit you. We would have hit over 14% for sure. No fucking questions. Well, yeah, you got your ass kicked right in that primetime. Yep. That sucks. That's when you're just hoping that it's nice. You know what I mean? And we still hit fucking over three. Still smashed it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not fair. It's kind of cheat mode, but you know, whatever. That's You got to be fucking nothing but congratulations on stuff like that. Yeah, so different shades of green, bro. Yeah, I know. Is that Donnie? That's Donnie, dude. Donnie, what's up, man? Sorry, I get... I Sometimes I'm not sure if it's you or your brother, you know, the, the, two, the two Ds on there. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was calling all the beans. They put, they gave me a double D, dude. I saw and Everyone's that. like, what the fuck is I double D? That. For those of you guys that don't know, <laughs> we're talking about uh, Nature's Refined, a really top quality producer up here in uh, Atalanto, California, and good and friends a of ours. great breeder. Yeah, and they do lots of breeding. And um, you know we're happy to to call them friends and and uh, share. Feel honored to call them friends. Yeah, and share yeah. space with them in Atalanto, and they, they 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 do it right. You know, and they're they're out for finding what's new and what's next instead of just the production. Like popping thousands of beans a month. Yeah. You know, yeah. not many people have the space to do that. No, they dedicate the space for it. So yeah. shout out to you guys, man. Most definitely, shout out to the Double D Express. <laughs> No disrespect, D, of course. Bro. Only, uh, only respect in that. Um, no, love what they're doing, and I've been seeing a lot of people that I've either like worked with or seen around. You know, elevating lately. I'm super happy about all these new facilities opening, and then kind of getting to see the first wave of people that I've had an influence on or been able to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, put your put your mark on them. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and then watch them go. Whether, you know, everybody goes their own ways. Um, but a year later, two years later, to see to have them checking in with you saying, hey, man, I just landed, like, what you were doing, I just landed a head cultivator gig at a X hundred light thing. And I'm just like, man, I'm so happy for these people that are just going out. And it, cheers to them. All you, there's, fuck, there's like 10 of them, at least, that are, like, moved up significantly and, like, check back in every now every so now and then or just like you know i'm doing great i'm i'm either managing a grow or they're you know cultivation director somewhere or they got a huge opportunity so i think honestly that's that's what defines you as a very good grower is not how well you grow the plant but how well you train others to grow the plant right so if you look at like a head coach you know yeah of like any any sports team Mm mm-hmm he don't do shit, dude. <laughs> he fucking sits there, lets his offensive coordinator do his thing, lets mm-hmm. defensive coordinator do their thing, right? Like, that's because you've trained them to do their thing, right? So it's how yeah. many people you build up is really shows how good of a grower you are because you get them to buy into your methods. And it's not even my necessarily methods. Like, if I'm teaching methods, it's going to be like, shit's going to change. Um, but the principles really don't change, but you have to be flexible and not be one of these guys. that's like, this is the only way I know this shit works. Like this is all I'm willing to see. Cause then instantly you're in a box. Well, I mean, you hear me all the time, dude, when yeah. people try to call you, you know, a master fucking grower yeah. or whatever, dude, you Stop. cannot master yeah. Yeah. a living plant. There is no way. 
So what I'm still learning every single day. Of you course, know? you have. Hey, yeah, oh, I'm honestly, I like, was thinking that in my in my head on the way over here. I'm like, I feel like I'm hitting a, a two year degree like into college right now. Okay. Like I feel like I'm just I'm kind of a, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go for the next two years. Like it's super strange, but in my career, in that sense, that's where I feel like. I feel like that type of acceleration where I'm just like, and you've right. run massive operations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's strange. I just feel like it's in its infancy still. Yeah. Oh, it completely sense. is. In the sense of like, it's just the beginning. You know what I mean? We haven't seen anything yet, as far as that like. Goes. I mean, think about when crop steering just came out, mm-hmm. right? Maybe three and a half, four years ago, max. And I mean, it and was... people started really adopting it maybe two years ago, year and a half ago. Yeah. I would and say that's, that's accurate. And that's the, the standard now. At least where we are, yeah. Right? That's the standard now. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have this shit. I mean, like I said, I'm working on a uh, on a root zone system. I ordered just like a sensor for each table, just the Trollmaster Pros. The, yeah, the, any, any data is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any any data is better than nothing. But like, but so, I want, so the next we're thing. We're talking about GrowSense, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, GrowLink. GrowLink. Yeah, shout out GrowLink. I'm sorry, you're not a sponsor, but. We'll Shout talk out. about it. Uh, yeah. Grow Link. You know what? You don't even got to cut the check yet because this guy was telling me about you guys and, you know, I'm instantly, ears went up, and I'm like, okay, it does what? Let's talk about its capabilities. What is it? So it basically takes all the crop steering out of crop steering for you. So you're saying it's um, pre-arranged data, it's a pre-programmed recipes, let's say, for what you want to accomplish in your grow. So it gives you a graph, you fill out the graph, and the irrigation timer automatically irrigates everything for you, saying that you have a pump that keeps your line pressure compensated. Okay, so let's say if you have a liter or something like that, or a dab or something that's pressure compensated, let's say a ground fuss. Digital. Yep. Anything pressure compensated, which means, let's say, we can just have power on on the pump unit. All times keeps your line pressure. And let's say I have a hose valve hooked to the other end of it. When I open that hose valve, the pump better turn on and pump water. And when I close the hose valve, it will turn off and stop pumping water. That's a pressure compensated pump. Yes. Just so you guys get a, if you do know, great. If you don't, now you know. Um, We're talking about a pump that is pressure compensated rather than just not knowing anything and will burn up when the water supply runs low, which it'll happen to everybody. It'll happen, yep. You'll be in a... Happened um, to me this morning. Expensive (laughs) pumps, yeah, and they're expensive, (laughs) and people, they're not going to warranty them, and you're just eating that. Yep. Uh, You did turn us on to, like, the sickest pump ever, though. Right, dude? Dude, that thing, stirring a 500-gallon conical... as fuck, like uh, Like, as if it was a fuck... It's like it's like an outboard motor in there, like the yeah. thing's going crazy, dude. We had to strap it to the vertical uh, hangman and the zip tie and it, the side, yeah, zip yeah. tie it to this p- other pump through yep. the gills of both of them and zip tie them yep. together in like three that spots. That thing will just spin. Yeah, dude. thing was ready to damage everything. That <laughs> pump is not nice. It's nothing nice. I mean, so we were using it to to dissolve nutrients on the bottom of a trash can, and it started eating up. The bottom of the trash can after about two weeks. We saw we would take the pump out and it would, you would see like just plastic being pulled up into the pump. That thing is freaking crazy, man. Yeah, that pump is out of control and nothing nice. What are they called? 
The Lanches. Lanches. Shout out Lanches. We got the 1.6 horsepower unit off of Amazon. And that thing's rock and roll. That is the craziest pump I've ever used. <laughs> yep. <coughs> Cheap, me. too, man. Yeah, thing was like 80 bucks. We're talking about this thing will take your... You better protect your neck when you're <laughs> yeah. around this thing. Don't you know, be near the plug if that thing starts spinning, you. dude. <laughs> so, we're coming up on... A couple big events in the industry. And which of those? That people will, you know, check off of their, hey, I'm going to this event, I'm going to this event throughout the year. There might be three or four of those. Okay. One of them just passed, Vegas. Uh, oh, Vegas, okay, MJ BizCon. MJ BizCon Las Vegas. That was a good event. I didn't get to make it out there. I know. I thought you were coming. I made it out there. I tried, uh, dude. And then I didn't, you know, I went, I saw the people I wanted to see. Um, at the, you know, actual convention, it was a big ass hall. There were thousands of exhibitors. It was like, I heard it was just insanely packed. Yeah. I mean, I think there was like 40,000 people in there. Uh, yeah. Sounds about uh, right. Yeah. And the videos I've seen, 40,000. Right. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty packed and, um, it was a good time. It was just really corporate. I'm not, I'm not super comfortable in that, um, corporate setting necessarily and vegas to me really never has had a good um feeling like i always feel like it's kind of a bad place i would second that like when i turn that corner into that valley and you first get eyesight of like, the strip oh a feeling of dread. i can't wait for this to not happen yeah no like honestly i get like <laughs> a, a feeling of dread in it it's not anything not based on any past experience. It's just I have a f negative like vibe off of the place, you know. Well, just, you got to think about how the whole thing was started. Yeah, right? and, and what it does to people that can't control their gambling addictions and other addictions. Also, it's yep. like a, it's the end of them, you know. Yeah. In a lot of cases, there. The vortex worm. I'm with it. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I just don't vibe with that energy anyway. So I'm there. We go to the event. It was really cool. I went with a few guys. Um, from Luso. Okay. Yeah. Luso, one of our our close, close friends here of the show. And uh, myself, it's a project um, that I'm part of and um, a passion project for me. It's something that um, we're building out just starting small in the next, uh, we're already underway, you know, in uh, construction, whatnot. Probably finishing, I don't know, middle of January or something. Okay. By the time we're up and going and the permits show up. Um, I don't want to jinx it any, you know, cause anything could happen, but Always. everything's already paid Especially for. Especially with Sequa coming through these days. Oh my God. Yeah. Man. Everything's already paid for and we're on track. It's stripped. Everything's, you know, it's gutted. It's ready. Like we have all the benches ordered, you know, all these things. Um, we're double stacked um, with, okay. F, with FS and Brian Farrell from FS. Shout out Farrell. What's up, man? Um, actually knew this guy. <laughs> I go down to FS benches, long story short, I just, you know, you got to hold on tight, guys, because I go left and right, and we could just end up anywhere. Who knows? Just, he'll have to rein me in it again at some point. Um, I walk in the door. We're going to Paramount to FS Rolling Benches, and I'd never been there. We show up. I walk in the door. Long story short, the owner is sitting there. Hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, I know you from somewhere. And I thought about it for like three seconds, and I was like, "Oh, Spawn Ranch. We used to, we used to build uh, ramps for the X Games. Okay, gotcha. And, and like uh, different skate parks and things like that. 
And this guy was one of the most talented fabricators that I'd ever um, dealt with, as far as in my life. From and you know, I've dealt with um, plenty, plenty, countless. exactly, yeah. exactly. A lot of artisans, a lot of craftsmen, yep. a lot of welders, a lot of fabricators. Shout out, Marcus. Yeah, what's up, Marcus? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, coming up around off-roading and off-road trucks and you know shops that build cages and things like this. You're around all these engineers and all these all these like metal artists, basically, is what they do for a living. And, man, I just, I don't know where the hell I'm going with that now because that triple barrel literally just hit. Did you dirty, huh? Yeah, it just hit really nice to where I have to take a little drink of my Passion Wolf. Squints, well done, sir. Yeah, that's that Wendy. That Wendy. That is why. Yeah, that okay. Wendy. Featured in the LA Weekly. Um, check it out. I believe it's Jimmy Divine. Um... If I butchered it, sorry. Check out LA Weekly, though. Our guy Squints, friend of the show. Really fucking cool guy. One uh, of the dopest guys on the planet, man. Yeah, really fucking cool guy. He knows yep. it, too. Unfortunately. Oh, of course he <laughs> fucking knows it. When you're, when you're as cool as him, you know it. You yeah. That's what it is. Do you see that picture of him, his engagement photo? Yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking made him die, bro. Oh, it was awesome. He it almost, he, he was like, bro, I literally laughed out loud and almost fucking spit some shit out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, he asked. My him. reply to him, he was like, dude. <laughs> we were talking, I, I saw him and then we were talking about you for a minute over there. And uh, yeah, he likes you too. He's a cool guy. I, I, uh, he's one of those guys that, right, like, Never have anything negative to say about anyone. Anyone. He's always all motivated. He's like one of those motivators. Up and down, left and right. And he's just like, no, nah, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to fuck you with anymore. Fuck with you anymore, but we're cool, man. I'm not going to say shit about you. Yeah, I like that guy. He believes in karma because karma's a thing. It's true. It's true. So I remember, I think I'm, I think I zoned back into where we're at, MJ BizCon. And I kind of. I was talking about Lusa and all this stuff. But anyway, like, I'll, t- I'll get back with that. Um, I really, it was hard for me to identify with the crowd I was in because usually I'm in the grow room for MJ BizCon going, man, I wish I was at MJ BizCon. Whether it was the greenhouse or whether it's the indoor spot, like, that's what it's been for me for the last mm-hmm. couple of years. And um, going there, experiencing the vibe, it was, um, it was not necessarily, it was a very, like, kind of corporate feeling. So how how'd that make you feel though? Did you think people were just trying to push products? Did you think Yeah. It it Like it wasn't for the growers by the growers. No. And that's it's disheartening in that sense that well, that's the way the industry's headed though. That's what that's what every industry unfortunately once once um once investment dollars get a hold of the industry, it's a, it's no longer um 100% you know artisan controlled it's not it's not driven by passion mm-hmm. as much as it is by that profit that P&L right yeah of course I fucking hate P&Ls I know <laughs> luckily I don't have to deal with that so yet it's good yeah 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 not right now <laughs> not right now right now so okay I'm gonna take a left turn here so Let's I go. know we were talking about you know industries and big events coming up and shit but where do you see you know, flavor profile going these days. Like, what's the next wedding cake? What's the next gelato? Oh, I love this. Let's go. Um, I want to see a reopening of the catalog from the beginning. 
So is that like a jack? Is it an Acapulco gold? I want to see it all. About? I want to. I, I say we bring it all back out on the fucking table and like mm-hmm. let's let's stop let's stop zoning in on purple purple gas candy gas purple candy gas. Well, skittles, yeah. fucking skittles, 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 blue there's skittles. No change in that. Ever. Okay, but but we have too many sheep and not enough wolf well, wolves out well, there these days. Well, here's how you do it. You came to me fucking what was this yesterday? And you had a talk about uh, a member membership as far as like Atalanto business owners that were in this mm-hmm. industry. Well, that's how you and I uh, that's how you do something like this. You get the, that group together and you pitch it just like this. And I mean, you know what I mean? I don't I don't think you're gonna get an overwhelming no. I don't I don't really see. I so I agree with that. Uh, we come we came up with a rudimentary mm-hmm. idea that I think can actually take a hold and I don't really want to talk about it until we actually start trying to put it into place. Okay. But fair um enough. fair enough. Yeah, I think I think that's more along the the baseline of just having quality product coming out of a certain region more than you know, being able to uh express flavor profiles. So you're talking about terroir, like kind of, are you, are you thinking it's going the direction of wine where it's going to be region specific or geographically specific? And I that, mean, that's, that's what I would, you know, that's what I would like it to be where, you know, if you get a product from, you know, let's just say Humboldt or Mendo or Adelanto, wherever, right? You know, there's a certain stigma and quality that comes with that area. Yeah, I mean, you generally you know what you're going to get, but uh, again, now you're going to have to hold everybody to a super fucking high standard. Yep. And what if um what if they have the money to play and the image to play but the fucking the the quality isn't there? They don't get that stamp. Okay, so I like that. I like that answer. I really like that you don't just get steamrolled and like, well, they pay, you know, they pay No, the money. you don't pay to play, dude. That's okay. You don't pay to play. So you got to show a, up. This is a real this is a real gauntlet of quality. This is not a uh, yes, sir. This is not a bullshit like pay to be in our association, and we'll fucking we'll just pipeline whatever you want for you. But then also in that note, like there's some very low quality champagnes that come from Champagne, France, and there's some very high quality <coughs> champagnes that come from Champagne, France. You know, I guess that's true. But here's the thing: here's here would be, in my opinion, the primary goal of of that kind of group would be. To elevate the standard the competition, yes. right, and and really push on whoever push everyone up the entire industry where it's going to be okay. We're we're only taking on members who are willing to do A B C D E F. You're gonna people are gonna have to have like skin in the game to make sense in this thing. Exactly. Otherwise, they're not going to give a shit. Got to put your money where your mouth is. Yep. Yep. And I th- oh man, that's the only way it's going to work. I agree, and that's going to be very hard to can you know. Try to get people to buy into that. Well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, I could see it being a challenge. You got a lot of fucking big egos out there. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of big egos out there in the desert. No surprise, huh? I've walked into rooms where I'm surprised I can even fit through the door. There's so much fucking ego pushing me out. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. It's definitely a thing you're talking about. Investors and and, and friends of investors or whoever they are. Um, that are potentially hundreds of millions of dollars in net worth. 
And um, that'll build a little chip on your shoulder. Yeah, that time. Yeah, that that ends up. Yeah, it gives him <laughs> gives him a certain sense of entitlement um, that is rarely seen. So. Don't feel like you're missing out if you haven't had to deal with something like that because, well, let's just say they're used to getting what they want, and um, if they don't, it's not pretty. It's definitely not pretty. Yeah, so, you know, um, there's that. Okay, so let's jump back in. So, MJ Biscom, what was the next one? The next one coming up is Hall of Flowers. And that is? I believe it's... Is it I March? Wanna, I want to say it's the... No, I believe it's the first week in December. Because oh no yeah you're right yeah I think it's a week before Emerald Cup which yeah. I think is usually like December nine right December in there, seven yep. December nine December it 10. might be the twelfth this year that would be cool I could be mistaken though that would be cool um so they're like a week apart one of them being up in Sonoma Fairgrounds um with the oh but it's actually not in Sonoma Fairgrounds this one's actually out in pa- Palm Desert is it Palm Desert Palm, or Desert. Palm Springs yeah Palm Desert yeah I think they're having this one in Palm Desert in um. The, the other one, the normal, what was it, February or March, the normal Hall of Flowers will be in Santa Rosa. Uh, the the one that just happened. Yeah. That was no, October? That, there's two, though. So they... I think it's March and October. Was it October? Yeah. I thought it was like... It might have been October. I think it's October. might have been like earlier October, yeah. like 10th or something. I think it was October this year. It could have been. Yeah. I was there. Fucking COVID. Yeah, I couldn't make it up there. Always working, that's why. Yep. Tried to jump on a jet. Didn't work, dude. Man, I honestly don't miss it. It was fun and while it lasted and stuff, but, like, I'm so happy to be in a space where... You can that, take a fucking Friday off? Oh. Generally every Friday. Um, it's one of those things where... Um, as, as long as everything's on track and I'm feeling super, like, happy about everything and everything's well... Then yeah, I don't mind. Um, if I feel like I need to be bird dogging shit, or like I need to make something happen today, like regardless, you know, whatever, like schedule dictates that I go and stay, then I do. Mm-hmm. So it's one, but it's so great, like um, operating in a space where you don't feel at all um, expected or like demanded. You know, I don't get paid for my time essentially in that sense mm-hmm. um in for what i do i'm a director of operations in the, in the sense of cannabis so i'm like you know so normally I, you know i should be walking in with a suit in a lot of these corporate settings i hear you um i'm like you are in the sense that i'm in there de-leafing you know i'm with my guy like we're just in there going to work because we don't have a big resource of pool of people yep um aside from that no one ever minds um, a beautiful, healthy canopy, and yeah, then you just just a beautiful row. Yeah, and you're just like, ah, you're oh, just digging it's so in. So yeah. easy to work. Yeah, man. you're like I could be here all day, and not even give a shit. Yeah, I don't like, need oh, a drink. Oh shit, it's been seven hours. Yeah, all right. You don't even notice it's so therapeutic. You're just you're you're locked in, and you're just tuned the fuck out to anything that's going on in the real world. And you kind of get into the like the the feel of the plants and what they're needing from you, and how much leaf needs to come out, or like that first apple fritter row, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and you just sitting there fucking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. You got to jump in there and they're like a little bit surprised by that. Um, 
But yeah, I like to go in. Well, and, I like setting the standard though. Exactly. That's, you know, that's why I'm in there. It's like, exactly. guys, I expect you to at least work as hard as I am working, but I really want you working harder. Yeah, like this. Show is me we, you want it. Dude. Yeah, this is what we need to be doing. This is what I expect. And like, really, if you want, yeah, if you want to impress me, if you want to be like getting me to want to push forward on another venture with you, or like kind of like expand with you and all these things, like you're gonna think the highest of someone like that if if they're doing those things. You know what I mean? If they're going above and beyond not just like meeting an expectation but surpassing your surpassing yeah. yeah in a lot of prime industries are like most require um like let's say if you wanted to go work at google it requires an internship unpaid mm-hmm. and there's a 99 percent chance you're not getting in so you're basically donating three months of your life to google for them to tell you no you're not good enough you're not, yep we you only don't make the cut bro yeah we only accept the top one percent and you're not you know, so in that sense, to enter into the top of the pool here is not that difficult, or near the top of the pool as a cultivator, in a, or in the in the sense of like being able to pick up a license in a in a in a city like Atalanto, um, all legal, all legit. Those guys are great to work with, by the way, as far as licensing and all these things. They're not until big... Sequa gets into the mix. Who's these guys? Tell me about them. Sequa. It's uh, basically the environmental waste oh. of California. So they put a hold on the DCC like uh, about four, three, four weeks ago, and they're not giving out any more state licenses until they figure out everything going on environmentally. Really? Yeah. Jeez, mother. Well, that changes things a little bit. It does change things <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, okay. No, I just put a serious damper on your whole entire fucking <laughs> yeah. persona right now. Yeah. I'm okay, just, so let's jump I'm back just, into uh, so, a whole different section. So Adam right Mill, there. Adam Mill is actually throwing a, uh, a thing on eleven thirty. Okay, so tell so me about November it. November thirtieth. November thirtieth. Today is the. No, we can't even say that. Yep. So no, he's throwing an event November thirtieth. And sorry, it's sorry in, if you missed it. It's in Beverly Hills. Okay. In the BH. In the BH, dude. Directly in the BH. <laughs> So they have uh, quite a few people being there. Probably over 150, uh, you know, companies are going to be there. Yeah. And we actually got a booth at this one. Oh, nice. So I should be there for a few hours before I have to fucking get out there and wrangle the minions. Okay. Yeah. So go see my guy over here in Be- in Beverly <laughs> Hills if you're in the neighborhood. <laughs> November 30th. I feel like such a douche for saying that, but <laughs> it is what it is. Man. I'll take it. Uh, he's a, he's a nice guy. Cool guy. Um, a guy that's been around this industry for shit since the beginning, what, 10, 12, 15 years he's been on yeah. in media, I think right in, in this there. industry. Yep. And Trying to keep it low pro though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a good guy. Um, I, every time I bump into him or, you know, I was on his show too. And, uh, it's always been like, Super chill. Nothing. He's such no, a nice guy, yeah, man. Nothing nothing to where I'm like, man, that guy's this or that guy's that. It's always been like, oh, he's cool as fuck. Yeah. Great MC. Yeah. Good at what he does and whatnot. Let's talk about Grow With More. More BioCat so, Solutions. I'm going to lease it on the air, bro. Jasper, what's good? So I think I know what's uh, what's going on in that in that second room. I don't think you got Hops Layton, dude. What is it? You got Fusarium. No. Yes, sir. 
No, so you gotta I come walked see around. Me. I walked around the whole entire park, dude. Everyone in the park has fusarium, and it's not in the water. I haven't seen it on anything, and we're looking. Everything's... I'll come by and take another look, but I'm telling you, it expresses itself as hop latent, it was, and see, it's not hop latent. All that room, too, we turned it on to exotic, and I won't say off a wit line we went off of, and cranked the light on it, cranked the CO2 on I was like, fuck it, we're going. Like, we're starting to push on it, and it better react, or else I'll clear this thing out and reload it. And they reacted. They're literally at the posts already and giant palm leaves like in a matter of two days they went from in that second room was to like eh, now i'm like it's gonna be good let's fucking yeah. go okay. i'm like it's at least gonna hit the first room and then maybe even go more like okay. it's finally out of it that exotic ag literally suppresses the fuck out of whatever i dude i'm telling you I mean, you saw it dude the first and time i know in my ever, head what like, it is and i'm not gonna say it you guys cannot you're not even getting a hint out of me the first but, time we smirking. saw hlpv yeah on this fucking exotic ship, we were like, what? The buds are bigger on the Hoplite. Yes. <laughs> it's not even right. I'm just like, this is incredible. Like, they don't even care. They have no fucks to give. None. Yep. So, yeah, I walked around and talked to the majority of the operators in that, uh, in that big 420 park. And 95% of them all have fusarium right now. Yeah. And it's not in the water. What the fuck? So you know all those hoop houses out yeah. like out on the dirt road? Way the fuck yeah. out there. That's a hemp farm. Hemp? Hemp. Okay. And they're just throwing all their trash outside. Fusarium's in the air, dude. So it's just la- latching onto that? Yep. And then getting into the air from there? Yep. And they don't have margins to treat it. So yeah, it's scary, man. It's scary. But now, back to grow with more. I'm super happy I used mini splits. So when we stopped using grow with more, fusarium went freaking rampant in our veg. Like took over and dominated? Huge bubbles on the bottom of clones when they're meeting, you know, the medium. Yeah. Massive bubbles cut them open, completely just fusariumed out. No, like just would wilt, you know, week two. We have none of that. Yeah, just fucking terrible. So we start using more again. Instantly, our fusarium just goes in a downward spike and our veg just goes in an upward spike. Exactly like the, the correlation between water content and EC. Yep. Right? So as your EC goes up, you're... Water content goes down. As yep. your water it's content goes up. up, your EC goes up. Yep, it's drying up. Uh, it's getting stronger in overall EC. And if it's getting wetter, it's uh, it's getting weaker in overall EC. Yeah, so right when we started using more, the exact same thing happened. This stuff is eating fusarium somehow. Well, it's a digestive, essentially a digestive bacteria. Yep. That's doesn't give a shit what fusarium's name is it's one of eating the most it. primordial bacteria <laughs> on planet earth it's treating it like lunch and eating it uh organically safely that's why i literally got a call from jasper shout out jasper from uh grow with more biocat solutions and his french counterpart jerome jerome my friend they were both so fucking cool uh they're like you know what 
we know you're using like one to two percent max solution because we gave, installed a unit that will only allow that at full tilt. Let's bring one that's nine times the size and uh, you guys run like five percent or four percent. And I'm like, yes, let's of definitely course. do let's that. Let's fucking go. <laughs> let's go. Exactly. Let's go. And I'll tell you what, um, the tanks are spotless. Oh, of course. <laughs> The tanks are spotless. Um, the lines are spotless. I think we haven't had any issue since mixing down using a pump. He was literally doing it with, like, his hand and a stick for the first couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, that's where the clogs came from because I mean, it didn't get blocked at all. Like, there was no pump involved at all. Oh, God. I was like, bro, <laughs> you can't caveman the newts and just <laughs> yeah. shove them in there. Like, you got to mix it down. Like, it doesn't work that. But look at the size of that, like, you know, salt, essentially. It's got to break down real quick. So, ever since using pumps and everything, spotless, right? No problem. Um, we're stoked with everything. The growth has been phenomenal. It's really pushing back against any viral stuff. Although, the leaves on on the stuff we knew was virally affected just remain a bit splotchy and a little bit light colored. Like okay, so you're not, you're not getting any bubbles. No, no, not nothing any weird. crazy taco. No, no. Yeah. They didn't get fucking weird, weird on us. It just, they weren't that happy. We couldn't get them to get happy. And I was like, you know what? Okay, that's it. Turn on the exotic. We're going to flip them. And if they don't react and just go like I need them to, get big leaves, green the hell up right away, get perfect, and just explode in size. Like, I'm not, that. we'll just hack them. You know what I mean? We're not even going to waste our time. And they obviously turned around for the oh, better. Oh, yeah. Like we, like I said, we installed the third net today at the top of the mark, and we were already tucking tops, like getting under. It was it's day two. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm like, Jen uh, Steer uh, for a long time. No, I would, I'd veg to him, dude. Just They're keep gonna it. Stretch just way let, too much on Jen. Just veg it then. Just oh, keep them wet. Oh God! At least for a week. Okay. Yeah. That's, so I'm just gonna copy the other room then. Right they're now. gonna stretch way too much. That's. Oh. I mean. I truly did a real uh, Arroyo Gen Steer for the first time. And they just stretch monsters? It's about a foot bigger than the way I've been feeding them. Oh, so the too big, like you don't like how big it is. So the the stacking is there, but a little too high. And if you look at the way that I feed them usually, my Gen Steer, Thor's Gen Steer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. They're smaller and w stacked way tighter. Yeah, I don't like plants over like four feet, four and a half feet. These, I like where I like them. These are five and a half Five's sixers. Cool. Five, and those I are mean, cool too. They're hitting sixers. There's dude. nothing wrong with that. I just like four and a half ish. Like no, cool. there is something wrong with that. When you have to fucking get up on a ladder <laughs> yeah. to see over the top I was of the just canopy. Trying to be PC about it, but I would hate yeah. that too. No, I hate big ass plants like that. Yeah. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Like, I like a nice 15-day veg and just hammer that that's thing. That's it, dude. No top manipulation. Yep. Just, just If it overachieves, fucking knock it down, dude. Mm -hmm. That's simple. But I'm, I'm just not even having to do that. Honestly, we, we didn't know. I was like, don't touch anything. I don't want anything viral to spread. I don't want any bug, like any infestation coming from anywhere. Stay out of it early on. And still, we're Bovaria in the root zone. See, dude, that Bavaria, bro. And I know people don't even know. It's amazing. People just don't even. You have know. to. 
It's the Myco. It's the one from BioSafe. Yeah. BioSeries WP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BioSeries WP. Shout out BioSeries WP. Straight up. Um, and then like to the Oxyphos and the Sanidate 5.0 dip, uh, two to three minutes of cut immersion in that's like 7.5 mil of each per gallon. Mix that together or even the Sanidate 5.0. Yeah. Just either zero to all Sanidate. Actually, I like Oxyphos a little more, but yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Sanidate yeah. Oxyphos combination. I've heard to be fantastic on that. It'll get rid of HLPV. That's here. what I'm saying. So yep. when you're making your cuts. Do a nice two to three minute. Let them soak in the salad bowl, basically, of this solution that you make. It's a gallon of water, let's say, and 7.5 of the Oxyphos and 7.5 of the Sanidate 5.0 mixed up. Let them sit there. Let them marinate for two to three minutes yep. before you stick Dip them. Dip them, plug them. Yep, and then go on as normal, and you always want to separate and sanitize your tools. You cannot, like, just go mother to mother or different plant to different plant using anything sharp on them. I don't even like to touch them. Like, we have a don't fucking touch it unless you're deleafing it thing. We don't touch them. I em. like that. It's no stress. Like, yeah. the name of the game, if you want fire, is like, no, minimize the swings, minimize the stress. Just, like, let it be fire. Like, not have to be, I don't know, you know. So the, new, the new GM came up today from uh, somewhere that shall not be named. And he walked by me and he was like, oh, so, so that's why you guys are growing fire. Because you're always just out here and no one's touching the plant. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say yes, but there's something uh, <laughs> to that. There's something to that. I'm telling you the fact that you don't, um, touch anything. You don't spread anything. You don't just let them do their just thing. Let them do their thing that you guys I mean, have think to remember about someone coming up to you and freaking stretching you out and, you no know, stress. Yeah. You want chronic, you want the virus, everything. You want the most trike production. You want the most cannabinoid production. No, Le leave it alone. Timed stressors. Yeah, exactly. And it's a yes. calculated thing. And it's also a VPD enacted thing. It's a feeding, you know, uh, there's a bunch of different environmental stressors that you can that you can put on them at your convenience rather than chasing around bug problems or anything. Shout out BioLine, by the way, and Sebastian. And, and Copert. Yeah. And, oh, and Copert. I used to mess with them a long time ago, but Sebastian would not be happy about that. Shout out. Sorry, yeah. buddy. Sorry, Sebastian. That wasn't my idea. Blame this guy. So that's that's the other thing I kind of wanted to hit on a little bit. So, like, let's just say you have a, a root aphid infestation, right? Root aphid, okay. Fire away. Some of the best rooms I think we've ever pulled down have had minor root aphid issues. Yeah. And I almost see that as a positive stressor because the plant's trying to fend itself off from these root aphids. Right, and so it's like wanting to finish. It's wanting to produce maximum oil and it's THC, one, all it's these things. Turning all these, on all these compounds. latent systems that you know Full usually wouldn't mode. be. Yeah, wouldn't Full be turned mode. on exactly. So I asked a, a very knowledgeable person. I was like, "So what do you think? You know, this room would have done without any issues at all?" And he was like, "Bro, I think that was actually a good thing that you had that minor issue." Oh. So like that bit of a stressor was a good thing yeah. for production in general. Because it turned on latent, you know, defense mechanisms that wouldn't have shown. Right. Which then maybe would have hardened the stem or would have made it shoot more, you know, sap or would have made it produce more trichromes, would have made it, you know, get bigger, would have made, any, you know, any one thing, right? Yeah. That system wouldn't have been turned on without that little bit of stress that the root aphids were causing or right. that the humidity was causing or that the heat was causing, or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yep. 
So yeah. I mean, you you saw that that crazy ass room that um, I it was an oopsie whoopsie, and produced some fucking gigantic buds. That's true. Yeah, big, always impressive size uh, bud stack and size. Uh, usually like nine, ten nodes at least connected. So ending up in eighteen to twenty four inches of cola, let's say, for the most part. Um, Pretty fucking and impressive. that was, you know, induced by light stress. Yeah. Are you saying that light stress or light stress alone is your factor for giant bud sets? That was the only thing that happened in that one room was light stress. So there is definitely a way to make it into a foliar, but coming up with that product would just be a huge pain in the ass. I don't even want to start taking that <laughs> under my wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing you need right now. Yeah. Won't be good for time management. Exactly. Family will hate that. The family's barely putting up with it right now. So, oh, man, yeah. right? Too much work, not enough yep. play. Exactly. I got that razor. I told Unlike you. you, I was just going to bring that up, dude. So how's that UTV treating you, bro? Oh, man. It's honestly so fun. Uh, I've taken a couple people out. I took my kids out, took my wife out. I heard Or went out with you. Yeah, Or I, yeah. Saw, I saw him at lunch, and uh, we pulled up, and we were in it, and he was walking up, and uh, we just got out and ate lunch there. So when he came out, he's like, I got to ride in that thing. I'm like, all right. So the person I was with smoked a cigarette real quick. Uh, and while he's smoking a cigarette, me and Orr go like or behind the restaurant in the in the yeah the little dirt back there the yeah. razor yeah and there's all the trails back there so we immediately hit it and he's just like whoa you can see he wasn't expecting like that type of response out yeah. of it and the way it felt um it's got you know 2.5 coilovers on it with reservoirs and stuff like okay. it's got what's the travel uh 22 in the rear and 20 in the front oh Jesus Christ so yeah and it, and it's got 181 horsepower. Okay. Uh, turbo, yeah, turbo. I believe one thousand um, cc two stroke. I gotta get in that thing. Dude. Oh, dude, yeah, we'll come. I'm, I'll bring it up here. Um, I don't know, like the week after Thanksgiving. Okay, perfect. And um, yeah, we're going through. Shit, I like to take it in the Cajon Pass out there. We're having a great oh, time. Oh, yeah, through the woods and yeah, all that. Yeah, so fun. Yep. Anyway, yeah, it was really cool to get to drive under the freeways and whatnot. No, I'm, 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 I'm really stressing people. You're gonna have to separate yourself with the quality, though. So no stress, you know. Plan stressors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Plan Use that stressors. exotic ag. That's the biggest thing. That grow man. with more. Yeah. And prepare. That combo to, is just fire. Oh, it's amazing. Just waiting. And watch out for Luso. We're gonna come out with these. Imagine all these principles as far as the quality, and I don't even want to say pre-roll. It's a curated, hand-rolled cigarette right it's gonna be fire okay get some cbd in there i'll smoke the shit out of oh it. we will we will and uh all right guys it's gonna be it for us i'm dr dink and thor genetics this is the realish podcast thanks for stopping by something i noticed when the light was just right That I was alive And it reminded me That you're so worth the fight You're listening to 
Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 